This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the hosts, myself, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, and the fabulous, talented, lovely... Yeah, keep going. Keep going, Tariq. Young, <laughs> voracious, amazing writer, food critic. Ann Christensen. Ann Christensen. This week on this bites, I just love doing that because it just feels good. You just love razzing me. I love, I love positivity. I'm a positive person. What everybody else tells you out there, I'm really positive. <laughs> yeah, let's all have a little laugh on our pal Tariq's expense. But on this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we got a lot of events to talk about. And, but uh, we're going to kick it off with uh, kind of cooking shows, food shows. I know you and myself are not a fan of those reality competition shows because I feel like you don't learn anything. I feel it's more about entertainment and just right. stress and the reality of uh, those situations. But I do love s- certain food shows that educate me, tell a good story. Anthony Bourdain was the king of that. But Netflix just dropped their season five most beautifully shot show called Chef's Table. It was directed by the filmmaker David Gill, most known for the 2011 documentary Zero Dreams of Sushi, which we both saw, which is yeah. just gorgeous, gorgeous documentary. Uh, Chef's Table 5 and season, season 5 is out now. Uh, 6 comes out in 2019. We're going to talk about the chefs uh, featured in those uh, seasons, but more, uh, but also probably one of our favorite shows, at least I know from my sh- like really always inspired me to get in the kitchen. Elton Braun, Good Eats, after years, years of being off air, is coming back this week, October 15th, to the cooking channel known as Good Eats Reloaded. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about uh, Good Eats Reloaded before we get to Chef's Table. You used to watch Good Eats, right? You yeah, loved Good Eats. I did. You learned a lot of techniques. He brought science in the kitchen. Yep. And techniques, how to understand the, you know, the basic things, how to make something look amazing with, with just simple techniques. Mm-hmm. And he's bringing it back. Yeah. And what's interesting, too, is that he's redoing or reloading, as he mm. says, some of his prior episodes of um, Good Eats that maybe were really, really cool or mm-hmm. interesting or well done at the time. But now he realizes, oh, I could have done that better. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm, I'm so happy because I am tired of, no offense, dives, dine-ins, dry, whatever, 2,000 episodes of that or any cooking competition. It just, it's- Hell's it's, Kitchen. It just gets yeah. old. It gets I, I, I want to learn something. And I'm so glad Cooking Channel is bringing back Good Eats. And it's kind of, it's called Reloaded. It's not really, they're new episodes, but they're blended with the old episodes, kind of this hybrid, which I don't know how I feel about that. I was hoping for really brand new things, but- it's cool. Uh, the first episode, again, October 15th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central on the Cooking Channel. First one, it's all about steak. It calls, I love the titles of the show. It's called Steak Your Claim. Uh, Alton Braun reloads his classic steak episode, how an entirely new recipe for a reverse seared ribeye steak. He also talks about thermometer basics, how to cure a cast iron skillet pre-salting meat and doing things the right way. And I think that's missing from like all this, you know, these cooking shows, just learning about techniques. Uh, Episode, there's no, I get the schedule. There's no episode two. It goes straight to episode three, October 22nd. It deals with noodles, 
Alton Braun reloads this early episode with new science of cold water pasta cooking and shares this recipe recipe for cacio. Ha! You're pointing at me. I'm not. I'm not gonna go for that. Which I make my own. I make it like it's a pepper. Yeah. Like love it. So it's the most easiest pasta dish, most tastiest pasta dish you can ever yeah. make. And um, what, and if you master really uh, great classic simple dishes mm-hmm. like that, it's an incredible one to just pull yeah. out of your bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's, it's impressive recipe. People are always impressed. I was like, that took like no lime at all in the kitchen. But I'm so happy Elton Brown's back, and he's gonna. I know it's gonna be web extras as well. October 15th, Cooking Channel, Good Eats return as Good Eats Reloaded. Let's get into Chef's Table. One of the biggest complaints from both of us and from a lot of people with shows like Chef's Table and Minor Chef was the lack of diversity. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Minor Chef still hasn't had a chef of color and there's six seasons or whatever, seven seasons of doing it. Not a single one. Uh, chef's Table hasn't had a, a chef of color and there are f- five, four seasons leading up to the fifth season. And I guess Chef's Table filmmakers and the people behind it heard the complaints and stepped up to the challenge in a big way in season five and season six. But let's, before we can highlight a couple of chefs in season five and season six, let's highlight just overall who's going to appear in season five and season six. Season five is a Mexican chef uh, based in Philadelphia. Great story. We're going to get into her later. Christina Martinez. There's a chef in Thailand redefining Thai cuisine by the name of Bo. I apologize for this song, Visava. Uh, there's also Turkish, a Turkish chef. You're big on Turkish cuisine. You're laughing at my pronunciations because you should be doing this. <laughs> okay, I can attempt this one if you want. Go ahead. Musa Dagdaviran. Yes, he's his Turkish chef. And then final for season five, which you can watch all right now on Netflix, Albert Adria of Spain, who formerly worked on the legendary El Bui restaurant. Season six even looks more impressive. Mm-hmm. Not to say season five isn't impressive, but at least, you know, as far as the first... Chef of color, woman of chef on any of these kind of shows, Mashama Bailey uh, from Savannah, Georgia, south of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, she's an amazing chef. My ex-girlfriend who lives in Savannah now, we're friends. We're not yeah, our ex-girlfriend. Uh, loves her. They know. They, I think she knows her. Goes to a restaurant. Her nearest restaurant is called Gray. Her, her restaurant blends Southern, African, and New American cuisines. She's worked with um, Gabrielle Hamilton at the restaurant Prune. So she's featured on season six. Sean Brock, who we talked about, the Southern chef, uh, gets another shot at TV. Uh, he's been exposed a lot, but I still like him. He has a good character. Also, uh, some Indian cuisine, a chef by the name Asma Khan, another woman. And uh, finally, it wraps up with this Italian butcher, Dario Cacciacini. Probably butchered that. Excuse the pun. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, season six kicks off in 2019. But let's highlight one of the, let's highlight one chef from season five and one okay. chef from season six. We can do that. The start of season five, which I saw the episode, uh, it was it, it was emotional. With Christina? Yeah. It was a, it okay. was probably, it was a yeah. very emotional, it, it, it went from everything from food to uh, assault. And I mean, it was a powerful episode. She's been through a lot. I've been through a lot. Yeah, I mean, she owns a restaurant in South uh, South Philly, um, called well, it's, is it called South Philly Barbacoa? Yeah, South so Philly it was actually Barbacoa. called South Philly Barbacoa, um, and, and Barbacoa is lamb, right? I think Barbacoa is because she in the vid, in the show she was cooking lamb. She was cooking lamb. Yeah, 
I thought it was beef, but maybe it's. I thought beef. Oh, it was lamb barbacoa. Bar- it's lamb barbacoa because so usually it's style. beef barbacoa. Maybe yeah. barbacoa is a style, I guess, technique. Uh, well, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It. Is. I mean, it definitely is a style. Um, but she is a huge uh, now, a huge voice um, in the Philly food scene. Um, she's an a- an advocate for immigrant immigrant rights and is herself an undocumented mm-hmm. worker. So she's used that status to highlight the problems with immigration laws in America, which, as you know, is a Huge topic right now. Um, but she fled Mexico because she had an abusive ex-husband. Yes, she talks about that. In she, yeah, and she kind of worked a series of jobs to get to send money back to her daughter, who's still in Mexico. Um, but then she found her way to uh, Philly. She met her current husband. They started doing the lamb barbacoa um, in their apartment. They just started doing it out of their home. Um, and uh, that led to a food truck and now to this this mm. f- freestanding restaurant that they run and is getting accolades from mm. a number of different um, critics out in Philly. Um, and yeah, what an amazing story. What an amazing yes. story. And that's actually the first episode of season five on Netflix you can watch right now. Season six, which air, uh, the, uh, premieres sometime in 2019, uh, the chef I want to highlight is probably it's the first person of color, surf woman of color in these kind of shows like Chef's, ta- chef's Table or Minor to Chef. Which, after so many seasons, I'm so surprised that they've just finally got to a person of color for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I can get upset. But anyway, let's just celebrate this this very talented chef. Mashama Bailey, uh, chef of Savannah, Georgia, a beautiful city. Almost went to school there, SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design. I almost went there for my graduate program. And I decided when I graduated college, my bachelor said, I'm done with school, so I didn't go. Um but her cooking blends Southern cuisine, African cuisine, and New American cuisines. Uh, her restaurant's called Gray. Prior to at Gray, she worked at Gabrielle Hamilton's restaurant. Uh, Prune. Award-winning restaurant. Prune in yep. Manhattan. Um, after moving to Georgia, she worked for Morisano. Uh, Bailey began embracing, according to the description, embracing her new home and its community of local farmers, purveyors. The chef also cites the work of late chef and cookbook author Edna Lewis. And if you love cooking and love cookbooks, definitely check out Edna, Edna Lewis. It's, to me, it's required cookbook reading. Mm. Um, um, Good so, to know. I have not checked her out. So she's be uh, one of the episodes on uh, season six okay. of yeah. Chef's Table, which is beautifully, beautifully shot on Netflix. Pretty excited about that. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Next, let's talk about wizards and stuff. Sure. Because uh, you know what? It, it, it's, never, um, it's never not a good time for Harry Potter. No. You know, I read all the books and you I read, read all, them. You read all the books? I read all the books, yeah. Really? And I think there's so much That I did not movies. know about you. Really? I thought I told you no. that. Yeah, the books are amazing. And you read honestly, all, they're like 40 books, right? No. <laughs> I don't know. I lost track Come after on. like. There's like seven or something. I think there's 40 books or something. There are not 40 books. <laughs> there are not 40 books. Do you dress up? No. No, I do not. Oh, no. Well, you should dress up as a, what's the, anime, what's her name? Hermione. Hermione. You should dress up as Hermione. You have the no. look. Yeah. You have I'm the sure glasses. I do. And yeah. And the hair, right? I don't know about the hair. 
But the glasses. <laughs> I don't have the long red hair. <laughs> um, well, this is if you're if you are a Harry Potter fan and you are over the age of 21, you're going to be into this. You're probably going to be into this pop up dinner that Shilly's Cuisine and Events is doing on October 26th. Um, it is it, it is exactly as it sounds. It is a pop up dinner. It's a pop up Harry Potter dinner, right? So. Um, there's a lot of references to Harry Potter in the food, in the games. They're actually, uh, well, they're calling them. They're sort of like games. There's the Triwizard Tournament. Dinner includes a preset bottles of wine to share and bring some galleons. I'm sure you carry those on you all the time for use at the three broomsticks. If you crave other liquid delights, Bruce. What's that thing? They, what's, that, like what's that drink they make that people cocktails, talk about? Cocktails, beers, and meads. We talked about meads before. What's that Harry Potter drink that people like talk about? It's like beer or something. Oh. Come on, Harry Potter fan. Uh, la, 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 la. I'm not sure. There's recipes online for it. It's like some kind of honey beer. I can't remember the name of it. You're high. Come on. Uh, I, can't, I can't. I can't. because Boo, I, I, I'm not... Harry Potter card taken away from you. Yeah, you should take it away from me. <laughs> um, but I am going to tell you a little bit about the menu. Um, the, the, the first course is going to be thinly sliced purple kale with zucchini noodles and radishes, pepitas, candied beets, um, topped with a slow poached scotch egg. Uh, there's going to be a French onion soup with crispy crouton and melted Gruyere cheese. Was that in Harry um, Potter? They are, okay, so they've got Harry Potter-like names, okay. and I am giving you the... The equivalent. The, 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 trans- the actual translation okay. here. Um, then they're doing a chamomile brined and roasted chicken thigh and drumstick with uh, creamed kimchi, rainbow charred greens. They're going to be doing crispy pork belly roulade uh, with polyjuice potion. Okay, there's where we're throwing in a little bit of Harry Potter. Um, what's, that in, what's that in the book? The potion. What did that the potion polyjuice do? potion. Gosh, you are quizzing me, and I am not prepared for this. <laughs> Read all books. Um, okay, wow. now I'm going to to move over to the shared desserts. There's going to be a cream soda beer float with butterscotch topped vanilla ice cream. Um, a treacle tart. That's Ron's favorite. Um, good old, Ron is one of my favorite characters, I have okay. to say. Ron Weasley. Um, and that's uh, the treacle tart has a uh, shortbread crust with a golden syrup. Was that Voldemort's character? Voldemort? Is that a character? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was your favorite. No. Oh, I thought you, you were just like pulling <laughs> random things out of your memory bank of Harry Potter, which is not very detailed, by the way. Um, and there's going to be Golden Snitch Cake Pop. So it's really, it sounds like a really fun event. It's cosplay there? Uh, you know what? I bet. Okay. I'm sure you can. Oh, that drink is called, which I'm surprised they didn't put it on there. What? It's like everywhere. Harry Potter's butter oh, beer, butter beer, yeah, which is like uh, the recipe's all over. It's basically brown sugar, water, tons of butter, cider vinegar, heavy cream, rum extract. But why would you rum extract when there's thing called rum and uh, bottle cream soda? So maybe it's that's non-alcoholic. Not- yeah, it's perfect. So maybe that's something similar to what they said in there, possibly. Which they didn't call it butter beer. So when is it again? Uh, this is on October 26th, a Friday night from 6:30 to 9:30. Uh, up in Thienesville at Shilly's Cuisine and Events. And uh, you'll be on your broomstick on the it's way kind there? Of a, well, I was going to say it's a pre-Halloween event. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to fly up on my broomstick. How is your, what is it, Kidditch? Kidditch? Quidditch? Quidditch. How's your Quidditch. Quidditch game? It's not good. I'm just oh. really rusty. Yeah, you should dress up. Come on. You're not going to do it. 
I know. I, you know, I, I, you know, don't, I'm don't. Just, I'm judge so surprised me. you read all the books. That's, don't that's, just assume, Tariq. That's a. That's. I would never thought you'd be a assume Harry Potter fan. Nothing. Uh, next up, little Halloween theme events down at the Miller Caves. You've been in Miller Caves, right? I've never been in the Miller Caves. What? No, I know you've done some kind of special VIP tour, but I never have done that. Oh, no. you don't want to. You know why you don't go? You don't want to show your face. Right. right? That's that's your fault. That's yeah. on you, sister. I don't want to show my Hermione face. <laughs> you can always wear a mask and the sunglasses and a hat. Right. And a I scar. know. I know. Which is what I do on a daily basis. So maybe I should step <laughs> it up into some some other type of costume, Tariq. So yes, uh, on um, I don't have the date in front of me. Oh, I do. I am so stupid. October 25th at the Miller Caves, there will be a Haunted Caves beer pairing dinter. Dinter. A dinter? A dinter. Wow, let's go to that dinter, Tariq. That is, uh, I'm trying to make something up, but it's not working in my head. So, of course, the Miller Caves uh, was dug back in 18, yeah, near <laughs> 1849. Really cool, interesting place. So it's going to be a dinner. Uh, so basically... A five-course dinner provided by culinary artists from... Did we just talk about this place? Shelley's Cuisine and Events? We sure did. Yeah, Shelley Cuisine and Events. What a coinkadink. Uh, beer pairs will be presented by Miller Trade Brewer and Milwaukee's 40 under 40 winner Mer Megan Mares? Mars? Sorry, Megan. Well, it's not Megan Markle. I know that. <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe right. she's a beer critic trying to hide her face. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. 40 under 40. That's ageism, I say. Anyway, an optional tour is also included as well as original Miller Caves glassware per gift per guest. Uh, the uh, event features rotten eggs, not real ones, Halloween deviled eggs topped with chives and black sesame, uh, eyeballs on a razor. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Mozzarella ball with olive tomato. Why did it print like this? I don't know, but I'm looking at the same thing, Tariq, and I'm wondering. <laughs> Who does this? I'm wondering what all those accent oh, marks let's, let's are. Let's fix this here. All right. Eyeballs and razors. Mozzarella ball with olive tomato. Coolies. Just so you know, we are we are reading. We're both reading a script here. Yeah. I mean, not really a script, but Tariq, Tariq did print this out, but it, it printed in like Funny I don't characters. know, an Egyptian or something. I don't know. Haunted, I guess. Yeah. A haunted um, font. So that has uh, edible stained glass envelope with a purple mascarone carrot bat wing. No, 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 no. Bat wing. <laughs> I'm sorry. First course is Brussels leaves with ribbon butternut squash, beets, and carrot with crumbled feta and craisins. Aren't that like cranberry, dried cranberries? Is that what craisins are, right? Craisins. Are what like, about them? Yeah, they're dried yeah. cranberries. Don't like them. Crazes with a side of semi side demi of pomegranate champagne vinaigrettes. Second course is gluten-free gnocchi. Gnocchi? Gnocchi? With sautéed pumpkin and a brown butter maple and sage sauce. What a nice combination there. Third course, short ribs with a bloody balsamic oh. demi glaze. Um, why don't you actually use the blood from the <laughs> short ribs? Right? I, I, yeah, right. Why not? You know, keep it real, man. Keep it real. Use everything. Anyway. Use all the parts. <laughs> and then there's a creamy brie mashed potatoes. That sounds good with roasted purple cauliflower, and the dessert a chocolate mousse dome vampire bite with raspberry coolies. I'm surprised they didn't have like a, a steak with this. Uh, get it? Steak. I I agree. Steak. Yeah. I no. I totally got it, Tariq. 
Well, guys, this dinner right kind of this you. dinner kind of sucks, huh? Oh, <laughs> sorry, that's how. Mm. Uh, yes, this event is October fifty. Uh, October fifty. <laughs> October twenty fifth. Having a little too much fun here at the Miller Caves. I'm pretty sure they're probably going to sell out soon. Um, again, we'll post links at our website at radiomilwaukee.org/slash this bites. Finally, it is the annual local first food frights. Yes, October 25th, 5th Annual Food Fright, hosted by Local First, which is a kind of an organization of local businesses. Uh, their annual form fundraiser, which supports our mission to reach and support small business consumers in Milwaukee, Ozaki, Washington, Waukesha, and Racine counties with support from Lakefront, Shepherd Express, and 88.9. Um, it's a really cool party. I judged it one year, and I was I literally was about to burst because they were giving me so many portions. I think I had to judge like 20 things. Yeah, but they are small plates. Yeah, well, the, when they didn't give the small plates to the judges. I tell oh, you that. Okay. <laughs> I was dying. I was in pain when I judged that because we had to do it so fast. And then, like, I didn't want to waste food in the beginning. And I was like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I hate to waste food, but I can't. But anyway, cool event, costume contest. Um, some terrible DJ by the name of Dory Zori be DJ in there. Does some morning show if you like that kind of thing. Just kidding. DJ Tori, it's great. Tori's always great. Um, who's going to be there? Yeah, who's going to be there, Tariq? Uh, Lakefront Brewery, duh. Uh, Amalinda uh, Drift, which is a food truck. Drink Wisconsin Blee Pub, Purple Door Ice Cream, Clock Shadow Creamery, Urban Beats Cafe and Juicery, Sazes, Meat on the Street, which is a Filipino food truck, uh, Black Shoe Hospitality, and so on. There are some other catering companies as well. Cool. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing the judges have to sample something from each one of those. Yep. Yep. Dude, I was in pain. My stomach was so miserable. The food was good. There was just a lot of food mm -hmm. for that event. Again, that food fright is October 25th. So Halloween is approached us, and those are some of the events that you can uh, enjoy before Halloween. And I know You're a Halloweener. Uh, right? I like that. Thanks. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> now you're going to go use it and you're going to, you know, make <laughs> make it seem like you made it up and you didn't. Well, yeah, 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 you're learning. That concludes this edition of This Bites. This Bites produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to the podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org on iTunes and Spotify. We're on Spotify, by mm -hmm. the way. And yeah. anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, Ann, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold, especially at this Halloween time of year. You should go as a bottle of Malort as Halloween. I'm thinking like a real bottle. Like a, like a costume, but it's yeah, full of Malort. Yeah, and people I got can like, that. And people can come up to it and get like... <laughs> you know, I'm not going to even allude to what he gestured, but... Oh, it's like belly button. A belly button spout? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty gross. Well, as your belly button's not full of belly button lint, I think it's, and it's like has Perel in there. Belly button lint? Oh, let's not talk about this. This is a very respectable food show here. We talk about food. We don't talk about things that make us nauseated. It's part of nature. Take care, yeah. Anne. All right. Have a good one.